Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on from 1 until 4. Then after 4 o'clock, John Cobell's show on demand on the iHeart app. Who brings all the chairs into this studio, do you know? Every show is either one or two people, right? And I could see having an extra chair or two for guests. I come in here, there's seven chairs. I think Gary and Shannon had a few extra guests today. Is that right? Yeah. Well, you saw, you saw all the food out there. Oh, yeah, there was a lot. I, yeah, there's always food out there. It's yeah. never anything I could eat either. I just, it, this, this place is so crowded and it happens quite often. I'm thinking, what, what's going on here? I have three chairs in my little news booth. Yeah, three. there is an excess of chairs. And considering only six people show up for work here oh, every day. Oh, I know. I got more chairs in the studio than there are employees on this entire floor. <laughs> we have a lot of exciting things coming up at 2 o'clock. We're going to talk with one of the two candidates that uh, we are recommending to replace George Cascone as uh, district attorney in L.A. County. And you may be saying, well, only uh, one guy can have the job. Well, because of the way the primary rules are, the top two go on to November. And I obviously and you obviously don't want Gascone to be in the top two, which means if I gave you one recommendation, well, that could lead to only one person uh, joining Gascon at the top. But if there are two recommendations, you have a choice, right? Maybe you don't like recommendation number one, then go to two. Or you don't like number two, then go to one. You see? And it's, it's two people that we need at the top there. Nobody's going to get 50%, so nobody's going to win outright. We need two at the top, so we are making two recommendations. Uh, and whoever we don't recommend, uh, you know, there's there's nine candidates. I'm sorry, there's there's 11 candidates against Gascon. 
Uh, and I'll tell you, probably eight of them are credible. Uh, two of them are kooks, and one of them is a mini Gascon. And I'm afraid that Gascon and the mini Gascon are going to end up in the top two slots. Therefore, votes have to coalesce around two other people. Because you, you, there's only room, for, it's like in the Democratic primary, right? There's three Democrats running. But if Steve Garvey gets in there, then there's only one Democrat making it to the finals. Well, same thing here. Uh, we've got uh, 12 candidates, 11 opponents of Gascon. Gascon has his following. And all those people should be deported. I don't care if they're American citizens. Anybody who votes for Gascon ought to be kicked out of the country. And then there's another mini Gascon, and his name is Jeff Shemarinsky. Well, we can't have Gascon and Shemarinsky at the top. No. So you have to, the vast public has to coalesce around two people. Not 10 people, two people. You, we can't splinter the vote 12 different ways. That, that's not going to work, all right? Because then it could be trouble. Uh, so you really have to focus on just a couple of candidates that are challenging Gascon. Have I made myself clear? Anyway, 2 o'clock, we'll talk to one of the two that we're recommending that you vote for. Uh, let me see what else we... Oh, well, we have to start with Eric Adams in New York City. Eric Adams, poor Eric Adams, he had no idea. You know, sometimes you become president or governor and mayor, and you have all the best intentions, and you think you're going to have a bright career, and then something happens completely out of your control, and all hell breaks loose. Although... As you'll see, this is not entirely out of Eric Adams' control. Uh, Eric Adams has been the mayor of New York City and has watched 180,000 illegal aliens pour into his town. 180,000. And clearly, there's no room for them. And they are now taking up a lot of public places, uh, a lot of schools, they're moving kids around. Kids can't play their sports. Uh, a lot of rooms at the schools and in rec centers are being commandeered for illegal alien care. There are a lot of people wandering around the street aimlessly. A lot of young men uh, who don't have money and uh, have no skills. And they're pissed off. And you saw what happened to the two cops. Uh, those two cops that got beat up. And Eric Adams is, is really scared that under his watch, New York City is just going to devolve into complete chaos. And it's getting there. So here's this clip. Uh, suddenly, after proudly defending sanctuary city laws for all these years, Eric Adams is now a convert. Now, we know the women in the minus asylum seekers that are here, they want to, they want to work. I still don't understand why the federal government is not allowing them to work. They need to have the right to work like all of us that have come to this country and the ability to do so. But those small numbers that are committing crimes, we need to modify the, uh, the sanctuary of the city law. If you commit a felony, a violent act, we should get to turn you over to ICE and have you deported. It is a right to live in this city, and you should be to be happy in the he said, uh, among other things, if you're uh, convicted, you committed a felony or violent act, you should be turned over to ICE. But of course you should. And you know what? The law actually prevents uh, the New York City Police Department 
and Eric Adams and everyone else from turning these criminals over to ICE. That's what sanctuary city means. Sanctuary city doesn't mean, oh, you're giving these poor women and children a meal and, and a roof over their heads, a little room, some shelter. No, what it means is the young guys can go crazy uh, stealing, beating people up, committing felonies left and right, and they don't get deported. They don't get, they don't get sent to ICE to be detained, which is crazy. By the way, city council in New York not interested in revamping the sanctuary city laws. You know, somebody is going to have to, I don't know, there's going to have to be some creative way to restore justice in New York City if the city council refuses to do it. Not sure what form that would take, but how long are going to people live like this? And why do New Yorkers want to live this way? Which 180,000 people running around, 180,000 schools, hotels, community centers, they've all been turned over to the migrants. Uh, I'll read you the quote again. We need to modify the sanctuary city law. If you commit a felony or violent act, we should be able to turn you over to ICE and have you deported, he said. There's some people that feel they should be able to remain here and keep doing their actions until they're eventually convicted. I don't subscribe to that theory. So then a reporter asked Eric Adams, well, uh, what about due process? Uh, uh, due process. And he said they didn't give due process to the person they shot or punched or killed. Yeah, that's exactly the response to the weenie reporter there. And this, you know, this comes from the Jose Barra case. Now, this guy's 27 from Venezuela. He's the one who bashed in the head of Lake and Riley, that poor girl who was jogging. She's a University of Georgia student, and uh, she was killed. And, and Jose Abara had come from Venezuela, ended up in New York City, and he was charged in New York riding a scooter without a license and riding with a minor, a five-year-old child who was not wearing a helmet. He was not prosecuted. He was not jailed. The records are sealed. Nobody knows if he was issued a ticket or a fine. It's unclear if the sanctuary law had any impact on the case. Oh, gee, what do you think? And then Jose Ibarra, instead of being deported for committing two crimes, two crimes, he goes to Georgia and... What I read, according to a report, he disfigured the skull of Lake and Riley, that 22-year-old girl. So that's what he did. Everybody's angry about this. And Eric Adams, uh, his government should have stopped it. That was his responsibility. That's the responsibility of New York, New York City Council, New York Police Department. This has got to stop. How was life better that that, uh, that woman had her head smashed in and killed? How's it, how, how is it better? We got to let in, let in every single criminal from every foreign country? In fact, somebody was speculating. Have they emptied the jails in some of these countries? Have they emptied the jails and, and just said, hey, go to the U.S. border? We're going to take a break. John Cobelt Show, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John Cobelt on demand from KFI, AM 640. pool update. Uh, sadly, comedian Richard Lewis died today, age 76. Uh, great stand-up comedian for decades, uh, most recently on Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
had him on the show years ago when we started out in Atlantic City because he was uh, working at one of the uh, Atlantic City hotels. Uh, and he came on to promote it. So uh, Richard Lewis, one person, picks Richard Lewis in the ghoul pool for 2024. Uh, now, back to uh, whatever the hell I was talking about. We were talking about uh, and Eric, Eric Adams in New York City has finally come out and said uh, Sanctuary City days should be over. We should be able to uh, turn criminals over to ICE and have them deported which is a huge change. They've protected illegal aliens for decades. And uh, he doesn't believe that if you commit a felony or a violent act, that you should be able to stay uh, as is. <laughs> Living in this country, you come here and you assault American citizens and you are not, you are not imprisoned or deported? Seriously? You're not turned over to ICE? Well, that's the way it is in New York. And one of the people that they had caught on a, on a minor charge, Jose Abara, goes down to Georgia shortly thereafter and kills this girl at the University of Georgia, Lake and Riley. And now the mayor down there uh, in Athens, because the, the university is located in Athens, Georgia, the mayor is a man named Kelly Gertz, and he got heckled over his sanctuary city policies. Uh, we're going to play a clip here, cut number five. You can look in contractual language and you can find out exactly what it means to be an SEC institution. Sanctuary city doesn't track with either of those. And so that term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Uh, we know what many, it means. Many yeah, of the elements. Liar. Many of the elements. Liar. 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 We, liar. We're liar. here to listen. Liar. You're a liar. We're here to listen. Liar. There'll be time for liar. questions. You're all guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Yeah, that's the way politicians ought to be treated all the time, all day long. It shouldn't just be the, the uh, pro-terrorist, progressive wacko crowd. I think ordinary citizens got to start treating these politicians. What he was doing there, this Kelly Gertz, is uh, you remember what Bill Clinton used to do? He used to parse the words. Gertz is trying to claim, well, we're not really a sanctuary city. It depends on the context. You know, it depends on the definition you use. And if you look at the, uh, stop it. These people have to be arrested, imprisoned, deported, period. We don't want, if you, if everyone just had the attitude, we don't want to hear you anymore. Stop talking, start deporting, start arresting, start imprisoning. Right? These are these are bad guys on the loose. They came here to commit crimes, some of them. Some of these young guys, they're from gangs. All right? Some of these countries are chaotic. They, they're, they're, I mean, you're 26 years old and you're running around on the loose, crossing the border illegally. By the way, I have seen some pushback on, on the killer of Lake and Riley where they say that this uh, this particular guy, Jose Abar, well, he wasn't really illegal. Yeah, you know uh, what Biden is doing is illegal aliens are getting, quote, paroled, which is not parole in the sense that we know it. This is parole in, uh, in an immigration sense. And it means that you're given permission to stay here and you can go work. Yes, 
So a lot of these illegal aliens were declared not illegal. Now, Biden was abusing a law that allowed for that sort of thing in very limited, specific case-by-case circumstances. But he decided to give out mass parole, which, again, is a violation of the law, but, hey, what are you going to do? So people are saying, oh, no, Jose Ibarra was legal. This was, you know, the federal government. See, they've corrupted the whole system. They've declared illegal things legal. It's like here in California. They basically made retail theft legal. And then they try to sell you. You know, the statistics show that that there really is no increase in crime or retail theft. Sure, because you legalized retail theft. You legalized illegal aliens. And then you have statistics handy to show you that things are actually getting better. Crime is going down, not up. Illegal aliens are going down, not up. That's what they do on purpose. I mean, how much can a reasonable person keep track of? Anyway, that so that was uh, people uh, heckling uh, Kelly Gertz in Athens, Georgia, uh, and you know he is a liar, and you know er- Eric Adams is a liar too. They're all lying. There was a day, and I think we all remember it, where if you were caught in this country illegally, you got deported. Certainly, if you committed a crime, you got deported. There's no question about it. Uh, now, you got to be here at two o'clock. Two o'clock. Uh, we're going to announce the name of one of the two deputy. Well, let me let me word this right. One of the two challengers to the district attorney, George Gascon, that we are recommending. All right, we're recommending two of the challengers because we want a top two to be good guys. We don't want Gascon involved or Jeff Shemarinsky. Okay, Gascon and Shemarinsky are bad guys. We are going to recommend two good guys. Choose one of the two, in our view. All right? Those are our two recommendations. One of those two men will be on with us coming up after uh, 2 o'clock. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. 
Identity theft protection starts here. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from one until four. Then after four o'clock, John Kobelt show on demand. Uh, coming up after two o'clock, we're going to have one of the two candidates we are recommending you vote for for L.A. County District Attorney. Now, you can only vote for one on the ballot. I want to be clear. You only vote for one. But, you know, the top two go on to November. And we want it so the top two are the good guys. We don't want a Gascon or a Shemarinsky, right? You don't want either one of those guys. So thought in order to get two people on the ballot, we would recommend two candidates. And uh, if you don't like one, pick the other, all right? I mean, you're not going to like everybody I like. That's not possible. But maybe you'll like one of the two I like. So after 2 o'clock, one of those two will be on the air. And then tomorrow, the other one will be on. All right, so uh, if you're looking for recommendations for L.A. County District Attorney, we'll, uh, we'll have one for you right after 2 o'clock. Also, uh, we're putting up uh, sometime in the next few hours our uh, voter guide. Now, it's, it's a limited voter guide um, because really uh, there's, there's a lot of races I either don't care about or don't know enough. But there's about six, six things we're recommending. Uh, a few people and a few votes on uh on propositions, for example, no on uh, HLA because in Los Angeles City because you don't you don't want road diets, right? No road diets. That's pretty simple. So uh, that'll go up uh, as soon as we put it up. Uh, there is nothing funnier. I mean, nothing funnier than the woke AI generated images from Google. Uh, they call their AI program Gemini. And I don't know if you've been seeing this stuff. We talked about this a couple of days ago. But I can't get enough of these, these photos because more writers and more troublemakers have been prompting Google's Gemini AI. Yeah, I don't think you can do it anymore. They took it offline. <laughs> the, funniest, the funniest one for me was the black Nazis. Because they, somebody had asked... Uh, Gemini, can you uh, create some images of uh, German Nazis from 1943? And there were no white Aryan guys. Not one. No white, blonde, blue-eyed Aryan guys. Which was the whole point of the Nazis. They thought they were the superior race and everybody else was inferior and we're killing everybody else. And I mean, I I want to I want to like get a photo of that and frame it because they had a black Nazi, they had an Asian Nazi. 
a female Asian Nazi. This is this is what woke is now. Woke and diversity means you can't even have white guys as Nazis. In fact, what's really weird is woke usually wants to put uh, oppressed oppressed uh, races in the best possible light. Why would you turn a black guy into a Nazi? That'd be the last thing you'd do if you're woke. But there's a lot of contradictions in wokeness. You know, it's like a lot of woke people are into gun control, but they don't want gun enhancements against criminals who kill black people. Uh, Gascon's like that, right? Some guy could uh, shoot up uh, six black people, kill them. Uh, well, the shooter can't get a gun enhancement. That's not fair. They want gun control to keep them from having a gun, but they don't want any penalties for using the gun and murdering people. So I don't understand progressives. It seems like they're insane, doesn't it? Uh, anyway, the uh, CEO of Google, Sundar Pichai, or Sundar, Sundar Pichai, do you know his name? Deborah? No. You're required to pronounce things properly. Oh, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm terrible at certain names. Well, let's go with Sundar Pichai. And uh, he has written a pretty stern memo saying that uh, these Asian Nazis, black Nazis, unacceptable. They're pulling the program and doing a major rewrite. The funniest one, did you see the female pope? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she had brown skin, uh -huh. like from an indeterminate region of the world. Maybe, I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not good at, 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 at guessing. A lot of uh, ethnicities, but uh, I would say Asia. Okay, I'm I'm am just guessing here. And uh, yes, it was it was a female pope. Now they've had I forget how many popes they've had. Hold on, let me check. You know what? Maybe I'll use Google to check this. Oh, let's yeah. Let's uh, let's see how many popes in history. How many popes in history is the request from Google? Uh, of course, they don't tell me. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> boy, yeah, I tell you, Google's really screwed up. You can't, oh, 266. 266, every one of them was a white guy. Every one of them was a white male. Not one black pope and not one female pope. And nobody from Asia. But that's what, uh, if you, somebody said, could you give me an image of a pope? And that's what it produced. Um, oh, did you see the founding father's photo? No. They put in a black founding father. Are you okay? I have, just, I have. just one. <laughs> Is it still up there? Well, it's floating around social media. If I don't know, if, I don't know if Google will show you this anymore. <laughs> but let me tell you something about Google because I noticed this. Most of you might not have jobs where you notice the sort of thing. But when we're putting our pile of news together to decide what we're going to discuss on the show, often I go searching through Google to look for specific news stories or look for news sites that would have information on an issue we want to talk about. And I have noticed, especially in the last few years, that there are some issues or some points of view Google will just not surrender the information I'm looking for. They 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 bury like if if it's let's say an unwoke unpopular point of view. Like if I want to get you know some statistics on crime, on who commits crimes, good luck finding that. Google locks it up somewhere. 
and you can't find out the demographic breakout of who commits crimes. I noticed this a few years ago, and I figured it out right away. And then with all the revelations we've had the last few years about social media and how they were suppressing opinions and, and blocking the distribution of, of certain people online that they disagreed with, I said, okay, that's it. What, what they're now doing is they're hiding the information. So I knew this was going on just instinctively. And then to find out that they were, they're openly now trying to cover up the existence of white people, which really is the most racist, racist tactic imaginable. Imagine you, in fact, somebody did this. They asked for um, uh, a, a brief history of uh, accomplishments by white people, and, and Gemini refused to answer. They just, they, they refused. <laughs> I, I thought, see, I thought that what current version of AI was it was just a quicker search, right? The way, the way uh, you know, computers were a much quicker way to write than on typewriters. And uh, original Google, it was much quicker to, to find information than to go through an encyclopedia or a dictionary or much quicker than going to a library and doing research, right? So Google was this instantaneous research tool and it had access to all the information in the world. You know, you didn't need the Library of Congress anymore. You had, you had Google. Well, as it turns out, it's, it's like the Library of Congress just roped off some of the aisles. You, know, you can't go there. Well, that story's about the founding fathers. It's like, no, no, you can't read those books anymore because those founding fathers were white people. We're, we're not going to tell you. But we made up this new book, and it's about the founding fathers actually being black and Asian and female. You mean the founding fathers are mothers? Well, yes, because... Uh, a father and mother, that's just a gender societal construct. It's not an actual thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Google's Google stocks uh, dropped by 4.5% at first. The company lost $90 billion in market value. This is, this is like their Bud Light moment. Now I'm thinking, how can I trust Google when I do a search? How can I trust Google when they bring back this Gemini AI? I can't trust them. I mean, that woke virus penetrated into the deepest layers of Google. How many people? I mean, it's got to take more than two or three people to put together an artificial intelligence search engine with the capabilities of creating imagery. I mean, that's got to be more than two, three people, right? They're all woke. They're all super woke progressives. Well, what, what, why am I going to use their product? They give me, they intentionally are giving me false information. There are no female popes. There are no black Nazis. They are working around the clock, though, to fix the unacceptable Gemini AI, according to the CEO. You know, they should they should throw people out the window at Google because that that has really they've blown their image. And he tried to explain what happened, but it's it's just a lot of nonsense. This is what diversity, equity, inclusiveness. You know, they added a new letter. It's D-E-I-A now. It's not just D-E-I. It's like the genders. They kept adding extra yeah. letters for the genders. So it's D-E-I-A. A is for accessibility hmm. to uh, account for people who are disabled, that Got they it. have proper accessibility Got at it. work, you see. A lot of letters. All right. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640.
So I, I just uh, I just called up uh, Bing. That's uh, Microsoft's search engine. I'm gonna I'm not gonna use Bing for all my searches. No problems. Uh, well, I just called up the page, and I'm going to start searching oh, to see okay. what the. I've heard that uh, Bing is not uh, not as biased as, as Google is. Google just like went off the woke uh, the woke cliff. So, I mean, I'll, I'll see. I'll see if I get uh, a female pope or a black Nazi. Yeah. That'll be the test. You'll let us know. Like, <laughs> what ethnicity were Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you write that? <laughs> it's like a like a Jeopardy uh, Jeopardy game. All right, um, we are going to have, coming up after 2 o'clock, one of the two candidates that we are recommending you vote for for L.A. County District Attorney. Uh, now, you can only vote for one on the ballot, but the top two end up in the race uh, in November, right? In the runoff. And I thought, well, I want to put two names out there of people that uh, we think would be good uh, district attorneys to replace George Gascon. Uh, because i uh, very worried that Gascon uh, could make it in uh, the first round. But also that like Jeff Shemarinsky could be the number two guy, and he's just like Gascon. So we've got to block both of those guys out, and preferably with two candidates. It just seems like in L.A., with people as agitated they are about crime, nobody should be voting for Gascon or Gascon or the mini Gascon. So we have two candidates that uh, we are recommending. We're going to talk to one in just a few minutes and then the other tomorrow. And you, you obviously choose one or the other if you're in line with our thinking. And if you're not in line with our thinking, you're probably not even listening and I'm wasting my time. Uh, the uh, California Globe, CaliforniaGlobe.com, did a story about the L.A. Times and their lack of coverage of the D.A. race. And I have noticed this. Do you know, I'm just saying, this, this, you take a guess here. It's a numerical guess. Okay. You don't have to take sides on anything. How many stories did the Los Angeles Times, the Los Angeles Times run since August on the DA's race? Three. <laughs> You're close. It's seven. Ah. <laughs> Less than one a month. Less than one a month. Um, uh, seven times, seven stories. And one of them was the endorsement of George Gascon. A second one was a reaction to the endorsement. A third was the general race guide, just listing the race among others. There are only four stories covering the actual contest. So you guessed correctly. That was pretty close. It was yeah. really only three separate, four separate news stories on the race itself. Thomas Buckley wrote about this in California Globe. And he, he had two conclusions. First, the Times thinks Gascon is going to make it. Otherwise, they would be running uh, daily stories trashing his main opponents, which presumably they're holding those off until the runoff, right? No sense. To, you know, we're, we're going to find out that uh, all these guys have weird sexual interests. Uh, secondly, the Times seems to understand that Gascon is terribly unpopular, which leads it to say, well, less said the better. Nothing to see. Move along here, which is what you want a newspaper. Yeah, the newspaper, the district attorney in its main readership area is so wildly unpopular. It, he's only getting 15% of the vote so far in the polls. And obviously, there's going to be a change in November. It's, it's a change to who? 
but they don't want to inform us about all the candidates. Now, I will tell you that we have had, I'm pretty sure, eight of the 12 candidates on. All right? And and we didn't have Gascon, although we asked him repeatedly. Uh, there's a couple of you know, loser guys with joke campaigns. And then we didn't have Jeff Shemarinsky on. And Shemarinsky's like Gascon, okay? But uh, the other eight we had on, and some of them multiple times. So we did our part so you would be informed. You at least would hear them on for 15 or 30 minutes. Some of them are on several times, some of them on once. But, uh, you know, if you paid attention, followed the podcast, you could get a handle on their personalities, their, their philosophy, belief system. And uh, so uh, we did our part here. But the L.A. Times, almost nothing. Four stories. Four stories. And uh, one of the stories was a few days ago, but it was about analyzing how Gascon's opponents have very similar advertisements. That they're... Um, same music, same standard shots, same villain, George Gascon. That's it. They analyzed how the commercials are all the same. Well, because everybody's got the same issue with Gascon. He doesn't prosecute criminals or he lets them out early. There's not much else to say. But the Times is just absolutely failed. The, uh, the people of L.A. County and everywhere else just failed. You can't go them for information like you can't go to Google anymore. And why is it? Because everybody at the Times is woke. Everybody at Google is woke. So they've got this bizarro philosophy. And part of the philosophy is to shut down information. So we don't know what's going on. We don't know who's running against them and why and what they stand for. You shut down information, which is what they used to do in the Soviet Union. That's not the only parallel. All right, we come back. We've got uh, two candidates that we are recommending you vote for for L.A. County D.A. Now, on the ballot, you can only vote for one of the two. But in the race, the top two are going to go on to November. So, uh, you know, pick one or the other. And we want to crowd out Gascon and crowd out uh, Jeff Shemarinsky, who's a mini Gascon. So this is your job here, okay? This is what we're all working for. Been working for this for four years. Deborah Mark is live. Uh, we're going to talk to one of the two recommended recommended candidates next. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.